Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Today's Patreon compliment goes to Christopher Cook, who's the kind of person that would offer you a seat on the tube even if it meant that he would have to stand for at least three stops. If you want to be complimented just like this, or maybe completely differently, we'll see how I feel on the day, just head over to patreon.com forward slash probably true and sign up. You're listening to Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I was sat at home the other day, watching the summer rain through the window, my pasty white skin just gleaming in the light as it often does. I was thinking about holidays and, you know, not being able to afford one, I was just googling random shit on the internet. And that's how I ended up getting deep into an online forum arguing about different ways to pack. This is the exciting kind of life I lead. Because I'm one of those people who packs extremely light. I pride myself on never needing more than one bag's worth of stuff for any trip. And even then, there tends to be at least one t-shirt or one pair of pants that I never get around to wearing. Mostly because wandering around naked in an Airbnb or a hotel room is always a big part of my plans. I mean, if you can't wander around naked and scare the neighbours at least once on every trip, then what is the point? Although, I used to go completely the other way with packing and take everything. I'd be chucking stuff into several suitcases, thinking, I think that's everything. But what if I get invited to the ambassador's reception? I should take some formal dress just in case. And I don't know if you've ever been out in Manchester for a mate's birthday weekend, but there's not, generally, a lot of need for a tuxedo on Canal Street. After exhausting myself having to drag around bags full of clothes that I'd never wear a couple of times, I started to think more analytically. What do I actually need? What am I actually going to wear? Stuff like that. And usually I narrow it down to a few stylish yet practical pieces, a jockstrap and a phone charger. Just the basics. I'm joking, of course. I don't bother with underwear at all. I like to swing free and occasionally feel the odd draft of a trouser leg. Anyway, there were lots of discussions about what the basics were of packing, what everyone always packed, the essentials and stuff like that. And one guy mentioned that he always packs an umbrella, which seemed pretty standard until someone said, what kind of man carries an umbrella? Those of us that aren't waterproof, I would think. As if there's some weird subset of men who can somehow stop the rain from landing on them with nothing but the power of dick. So yeah, apparently real men don't carry umbrellas. And you can presumably tell who real men are because they're the ones dripping all over the floor. Let's turn that round just for a second. What kind of man cares what anyone else thinks, especially people on the internet? An insecure one is the answer. The kind that thinks there's some kind of stereotype he has to live up to as a man. It reminds me of that guy I was dating who was a photographer and he had an exhibition of his work coming up. There was a photo of him on the poster because he's hot. And, you know, he was looking all broody and scowling, arms crossed so it showed off his biceps and all that kind of thing. He did look pretty sexy, if I'm honest, in a serious and moody sort of a way, which was kind of his thing. He was definitely the strong and silent type. I complimented him on the photo, actually, and he grunted that he didn't like it, saying, I don't look tough enough. And, you know, I tried to remind him that this was an art exhibition, not a fight club, but he was having none of it. 
To be honest, I think he could have looked like the love child of The Rock and an actual rock and still not thought he looked tough enough, whatever that means. Another example of this recently is war paint, which is some stuff, right, that men could put on their faces to cover up blemishes and dark circles. It's makeup, all right? It's just makeup for men. But they couldn't call it makeup because that's far too girly. If men want to wear stuff on their face, it has to be war paint. And it's special. According to the website, it is specifically formulated for men's skin, which is 25% tougher than women's skin. Except it isn't, because it's not. Skin's just skin. It's just crap makeup marketed at insecure men. Do you know how I know that? Because I happen to know a lot of drag queens who've let me into their secrets, and because I have eyes, for fuck's sake. Oh, and yeah, let's not bother going the other way and getting rid of the idea that no one should wear makeup because making women paint their skin to appear younger and more pleasing to men is offensive and belittling. Nah, fuck that. Instead, let's push the same shit onto some insecure men and make even more money. Jesus. There are so many examples of this kind of thing that it gets hard to keep track of. There was a recent one, that headline that said that men don't recycle because they think it makes them look gay. Recycling? Gay. I just... Ah, <laughs> it's amazing. You can just imagine the neighbours. Oh, you want to look out for him at number 32? I saw him the other day putting a plastic bottle in the recycling bin. You wouldn't think it, would you? He seems such a manly man. Real men don't recycle. Real men eat their fucking rubbish. They drink petrol and crap the whole thing out as nunchucks and shurikens. <laughs> fucking hell. This, my little loves, is what we call toxic masculinity. It is fucking stupid, and it's something that a lot of people struggle with because there's all this pressure for men to act a certain way. Like, men need to be strong and silent and not have feelings unless the feeling is my fist hurts from punching so many other people. This is why boys' toys are guns and action men and girls get Barbies and kitchens because society puts these ideas into our heads that men must find a woman, marry her and pump her full of babies. And... So many people struggle trying to live up to this nasty, stupid image of a manly man with rippling muscles and no emotions. It's damaging. It really, really is. And it is quite often deadly. More than three quarters of all suicides are men. Because a man doesn't talk about his feelings. A man should bottle it up and hide it away until it literally kills him. Because, you know, what could be worse than being isolated and alone and having no way of dealing with your feelings? Oh, actually talking about them with someone. Yeah, that makes sense. You'd think that, just this once, the gays would be ahead of the curve on this, since we're already outside this pressure to find a wife and settle down kind of thing that society puts on people. You know, we've no interest in pumping our babies into a woman when we could be pumping them onto the face of a stranger we met at a bus stop. But no, toxic masculinity is definitely a thing for the gays too. Aside from all that mask-for-mask shit that somehow people have got in their heads that being gay is girly or not masculine and don't want to be called gay. They're like, I'm not gay, I just have sex with men. And what could be more manly than two men shoving their manhoods into each other? I'm so manly, I don't even fancy women. Vaginas. Ugh. I've talked about this before, and I'm sure I will again because it's a big, stupid subject. So big, in fact, that there are so many different flavours of toxic masculinity knocking around that... Oh, it's hard to know where to start. One that I've seen popping its head up like a cockroach that will not stay dead, no matter how many times you hit it with a shoe, is bottom shaming. As if there's something wrong or less about being the one who is the bottom, which is to say, the one who gets penetrated, rather than the one doing the penetrating. 
Like, I'm a big, blokey, tough guy. I stick my dick in things. I don't get dick stuck in me. That's girly. Which is truly stupid. Like, whether you take a dick or not has absolutely no bearing on how much of a man you are. And whatever being a man means, anyway. I remember once I was sexting with a guy. I was in a meeting and it was boring. I don't know, it was a hearing or an intervention or something. Anyway, it was really boring, so I was sexting away with this dude I'd found on Grinder. We were talking about some of the things we wanted to do to each other, and I told him, in quite a bit of detail, how I was going to suck his dick so hard that his kneecaps would end up in his thighs. Because, you know, I'm romantic like that. Anyway, essentially, I said, I'm going to suck your dick, and you're going to like it because I'm very good at it. He replied, oh, you're going to suck my dick? I thought you were a top. Get some self-respect. Which is when I had to block the poor little fuck stick. Because anyone who thinks that only bottoms suck dick is not the kind of person I want to spend any amount of time around. And also because he somehow equates sucking a dick with being below him. Which, spoiler alert, it's not. I quite enjoy having a dick in my mouth, and it's got nothing to do with the amount of respect I have for myself. In fact, while we're at it, one guy tried to compliment me once by saying, you suck dick like a bottom, which I think was meant to mean enthusiastically and skillfully. You know, again, as if only bottoms can do that kind of thing. It's not difficult, Jesus, and neither is taking one at the bum. It boggles my mind to think that having a knob shoved through your cat flap is somehow soft and not masculine, because it hurts. And men are supposed to be the ones who enjoy pain and violence so much that, you know, what could be more man-like than that hurts, do it again, it hurts so good. If you've never tried it, I suggest you do, because what sort of man would pass up the opportunity to show that he's okay with pain and it doesn't really hurt that much anyway, blah, blah, blah. Well, it does hurt. It bloody hurts. And that's a sentence I considered quite carefully, because, yeah, we're going there. Vigorous bum sex can make the inside of your bum bleed. Turns out there's more way to ruin the sheets than you thought. And what kind of man is tough enough to enjoy something that hurts until he bleeds? Oh, you just want it to feel nice and not hurt at all? Go back to sex with girls and leave us real men to the kind of sex that hurts even when it's feeling good, you big softy. <laughs> oh my god. Try and let go of all this man stuff. Just relax. Do whatever you want with whomever you want. Focus less on trying to be a real man, whatever that might be, and more on being true to yourself, which is far easier and doesn't involve buying crap makeup that claims to be able to deflect bullets or whatever. That was probably true. The repeatedly award-winning storytelling series created by me, Scott Flashheart, to remind all of my queer brothers and sisters that we are none of us alone. You can find transcripts of every episode, links and other things at probablytruepodcast.com. There's additional content and other lovely stuff available to subscribers at patreon.com forward slash probablytrue. And if you want to get in touch, just search Probably True Podcast on the socials. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.